Welcome into Bills Tonight Digital. I'm Maddie Glab and I'm alongside Bills legend Steve Tasker here. We've got our first win for the Buffalo Bills of the 2021 season. They take down the Dolphins in a shutout 35 to nothing. An exciting performance by the Bills defense who, who really, they were the spark the entire game for this Bills offense. There were times where the Bills defense had a turnover. Um, fourth down stop and the offense didn't necessarily um, take advantage of the opportunity that the defense gave them but the offense was able to score enough yeah. times five touchdowns for the offense so a lot of good things that come out of this performance today and some things you can work on how do you break down this game in your mind watching it the offense didn't play its best once again Josh is com barely completing 50 percent of his passes but you know what the defense mauled the Dolphins the Bills running backs played extremely well. They were physical up front. Josh made some plays in the, in the red zone. They were four for four in the red zone this week. When they got down close, they made the most of it. The Bills defense snapped off the Dolphins four straight times on fourth down go for it. That in, in and of itself is a big thing. And they got three turnovers in the first half alone, which really sealed the deal. This game really um, with a 14-point lead and then Tyler Bass even missing a field goal at the end of halftime to put him up 17-0. You really never felt like this game was in doubt. No, and especially as they went up 35 to nothing towards the end of the game, kept hanging those points on the Dolphins. It was looking like a slim chance for Miami to come back at all. I mean, four fourth down stops. It was a sack party for the defense, multiple turnovers for them. So let's get to the highlights to relive all of the goodies from today. Yeah, and it starts out right off the top of the first quarter after the Bills get a three and out from the Dolphins. Devin Singletary snaps off this run right up between the hashes and outruns everybody in the end zone, hangs on to it at the goal line. Bills are up seven to nothing, and then they get in. Josh, pump fake, goes out to his right, and then don't throw it back over the middle. Dog. Touchdown. Okay, that will take it. Zach, uh, Steph Diggs ends up on his stomach down close, gets back up, and Josh Allen finds. Then on a fourth down, Dane Jackson making an enormous tackle to snap the Dolphins off on a fourth down run. And then the guy I called said he's going to have a breakout year. Dawson Knox in the back of the end zone. Touchdown to him. Then a big man's run. Zach Moss pounding his way into the end zone. That's a big boy run. Nice blocking out front by Feliciano as well. Then this one late. Devin Singletary gets shut out short. And then on the second effort, punches it across. Nice physical runs down, down close. That was a really, really physical run game down there for the, for the Buffalo Bills. Going four for four in the red zone is a huge step forward for the offense. They didn't look good everywhere, but when they got in the red zone, the running game, Josh Allen, their ability to hit for him to make plays, getting some help from Dawson Knox pitching in, but those running backs really physic out physicaling the Miami Dolphins and getting it into the end zone. Yeah, this Bills offense, they were one for four in the red zone last week. So you wanted to see an improvement there. They go four for four. That's a big thumbs up from this offense. They score 35 points instead of 16 points last week. Their third down conversion rate was way better this week. So a lot of things to build off of as they head into week three. But now let's send it over to some of our defensive backs who are in the locker room with their thoughts on the win. Um, we left some things out there last week, as you know, you guys heard us throughout the week talk about it. Um, we made some adjustments. We want to go out there with some energy, and, and uh, you know, we were focused all week. And um, you know, it was just great preparation. Went out there today and just had a blast. Um, you know, we emphasized having fun, and winning's fun. And our defense played well, so um, 
you know, just a great execution by us. When you left the podium last week, you said a lot of football we played. You said don't panic. Take us into practice early last week is kind of the, the refocus, the re-energy that you're talking about. Uh, I mean, that's exactly that. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's a 24-hour window, you know. Uh, that whole, you know, it's it's one game. Don't panic. You know, we we learned from that film. We watched it. We we spent the 24-hour window on it, and and we moved on from it. And you know, this team has been together long enough to where we've dealt with wins, we've dealt with losses. We learned how to do both. And um, you know, this coming out today just kind of shows, you know, what this team is about. You know, we took a, a tough loss last week, but we were able to bounce back. And offense came to play, defense came to play, and so did the special teams. So we just want to continue with this momentum moving forward. As much as the defense gave the, the, the offense, you know, the team a chance to win last week, you were quick to point the finger at yourselves. You didn't take the ball away. Yeah. That obviously changed today, and it seemed pretty obvious right from the get-go how aggressive you guys were going after Tua. Uh, just talk about that mindset and that aspect of the game. You know, well, we, we talked about last week, you know, takeaways are a big part of the game. Um, you, you win the uh, takeaway, you win you win in a uh, turnover battle, then you know, you're most likely going to win the football game. So, you know, we wanted to come out here this week and we wanted to do just that. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how many takeaways we had, but there's a lot of fourth down stops and just defense getting off the field, and that's what we preached, and that's what we weren't able to do last week in the, in the second half. So, um, you know, we were just, uh, you know, men on a mission this week, and, and we went out, wanted to go, come down here and get a win. Mike, you guys had uh, two sacks on the first three plays. Both, both came out of the secondary. What can you say about uh, the, the job that Leslie Frazier did, kind of diagramming a game plan this week? Yeah, Frazier was, yeah, Frazier was dialing it up, man. Um, there's a few times we came up the field, and I was, I was, uh, just dapping, dapping Frazier up because it's just excellent calls. Uh, mixing it up, sending, sending guys. Um, you know, we were able to um, get a lot of pressure on first, second down, and also on third down. You know, the, the guys up front were eating. So, um, just an excellent job by Frazier. And, and you know, when we have that communication throughout the week of what calls we're going to make, and uh, whether it's first down, second down, third down, we we'll all have a good understanding from the coaches to the players. You know, this is this is how we come out and execute. And this is how we play well. Did you guys notice them get deflated as soon as Tua was knocked out the game? Did you ever sense that they kind of took a step back or were uh, hindered by that? You don't want to say like you sense that, but you definitely want to continue to put pressure, you know, on the offense. Um, you know, understanding that they're starting quarterbacks out. Um, you know, the backup may have not got as many reps that week, so you just want to continue to put pressure on them, continue to you know show different looks and, and try to confuse them. And you know, I thought I thought. You know, I thought our defense, you know, throughout the whole, we made adjustments throughout the game. And, you know, it was just it was an incredible way to bounce back after last week. And we, like I said earlier, we just want to continue that momentum. Jordan, wins are big in this league. Road wins are even bigger. And then road wins against a divisional opponent. I mean, how big is this one? Yeah, it's big, but, it, you know, it's one game. Um, you know, we want to continue, like I said, continue to carry that momentum into next week. Um, you know, obviously, anytime you get a win on the road in the division, it's huge. But like I said earlier, you know, a 24-hour window, you know, we got to learn from, you know, we didn't play perfect at all. There was still some ball, uh, some football um, left out there on the field that we can learn from and move forward and, and put our focus into Washington. What is it about you guys playing the Dolphins that you guys have the edge over them like this? This is six in a row overall, five since Flores, I think six overall yeah, that you guys have beat the Dolphins. What What is it about them that kind of brings the best out of you, and how has this been so lopsided the last couple of years, man? Well, you know, honestly, we just – Focus on the game. Um, I, I, I honestly didn't even know that we six zero against them last. I, I, I didn't even know that. Um, that's not something we talk about. We just talk about this game and who they who they got. Um, they got a lot of weapons on offense. We knew that coming in, so we had to find a way to to get pressure on the quarterback so we can limit their you know limit their weapons. So um, you know we're just uh, fortunate enough to, to to get win number one. Uh, we're thankful for that. But like Post said, twenty four hour window. We got to bounce back and move on to to next week. 
Johnson, I mean, a little bit. He's a, a dog. He's a dog. He's a, I mean, he's a, he's a dog, and pound for pound, just the best nickel in the league. Just dude just comes to work every single day, just believing that he's the best. And, I mean, he went out there, and to me, I mean, it was amazing watching him play today. You didn't even got to finish a sentence, but just the way he played today was incredible. It's incredible. For uh, Greg Rousseau to get a couple of sacks coming back here to Miami, I mean, he's a young guy. What uh, what's that say about him, and you know, just what what he can mean for this pass rush, which you guys talked about. You know, the, that was a, a focus in the offseason, maybe getting a little bit more beef in that pass rush. Yeah, yeah, happy for Greg. Uh, you know, we got some guys, some big guys up front that can get out to the quarterback. So, anytime we get up by a couple scores and it, you know, force them to one dimensional football, passing the football. Um, you know, those guys up front are going to eat. So good for Greg, um, you know, and, and just happy to see those boys up there eating. Why did you laugh about Greg? Did something happen in the locker room? No, no, I, I didn't know he had a couple sacks. But that's good, you know, good for him coming back home and, and getting a couple sacks. When Singletary scores on the second snap uh, from scrimmage, how does that change things from you guys' perspective now that you're playing with that early lead? Just got to keep pushing. Just, you know, the, the, it's a long football game. You know, regardless if they scored on the second play or the you know 10th play, you know, our defense still has to go out there and execute at a high level and continue to keep pressure on them. Um, so it just gives us a jolt, like, hey, let's go. Offense is moving. Like, you know, let's let's get our let's get our side of the football uh, moving too. And, uh, you know, today was a day where offense, defense, and special teams all came together and uh, everybody was making plays. Can you guys put into words what it's like when you are riding uh, a wave like that defensively, getting out there? And maybe it takes a few series when you feel things are falling into place, but clearly – I mean, you, you look back, and it seems as though this was just going to be your day. Uh, when do you feel that, and, when does, and what does that do for you? You know, honestly, um, we felt like we felt during the week. Well, I think we were just so focused on the, the plan that we had in place, you know, the plan that coaches put together. Um, you know, we, we, we felt it. We loved it. We loved the calls that Frazier was making throughout the week, and we knew that uh, once we get into the game, we had a clear understanding of, of what they do, what they do and, and what we're going to do against them. So... Um, you know, obviously the game comes rolling around. You know, you got the nerves. You know, you're not sure how you're going to perform, but you know, it all starts during the week. And, and um, you know, I got to give it to coaches for putting a plan together that that you know that we can we can uh, play fast, play smart, and go out there and execute. And New England had so much history running this division. You guys won it last year. I think today you showed again. You guys are the team to beat in the division. I guess how does that feel? And you guys take pride in kind of being, you know, the best team in the division. One game, one game at a time, man. That's, game, it. That's it, buddy. That's it. I appreciate you. All right, this defense forces four fourth down stops, six sacks, two turnovers, a forced fumble, and an interception. You get a forced, you get a fumble recovery and a muffed punt uh, by the special teams play. So all around a, a really great showing by the Bills defense, and it was right out of the gate. It wasn't something that, you know, came on in the second half. This defense was playing smash mouth football from when the whistle blew to start this game. What did you make of how Leslie Frazier called this game? They were blitzing left and right, pressure on Tua, then Tua comes out, pressure on Jacoby Brissett. I mean, it was, it didn't stop. Right, we may never know whether uh, Leslie Frazier would have attacked the quarterback had it been Tua in there, but he went out very early, Tua went out very early, and the plan on Tua was to get pressure, I guess, because uh, A.J. Epineza, leveled him on a it was a clean hit in the pocket but he was almost untouched by the right tackle Epineza put uh, Tua on the ground he did not return to the game after that fourth down and and uh, Jacoby Brissett came in and late in the game as well Jacoby Brissett 
was feeling it. You, we saw him a couple of times. He stayed down a couple of times trying to fight his way to his feet. He took an absolute pounding. Uh, I think it was something that Leslie Frazier wanted to do. Whether it would have happened the same with Tua, I don't know. But I'm telling you what, the Bills' defense was the best unit on the field today from start to finish. It started on the opening play when Taron Johnson came in off the edge, off the slot receiver, inside the slot receiver, got a sack on the first play of the game. Then on third down, they got another sack, um, and it just went from there. Uh, Greg Rousseau ends with two sacks on the day. Uh, it's just one thing after another. The turnovers took over, and when, when the Dolphins – and I like the calls by uh, Brian Flores to go for it on those fourth downs. They were 0 for 4 on fourth down conversions. That's enormous. Over the course of a four-quarter football game to go 0 for 4 on fourth downs, yeah. that's really rough. 0 for 4 on fourth downs and 0 for 3 in the red zone. Tough to win a game when that's your stat line or part of your stat line. All right, Sean McDermott is ready. He's in the locker room with his thoughts after the Bills' first win this season. In terms of um, completeness, is that you know about as complete as it can be? Turnover on special teams, offense was pretty good. Defense kind of shut out. Yeah, well, that was good. I, you know, did, we did, definitely did some good things. Uh, but as far as completeness, nice try, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It, it was listening to, to the guys a second ago, Micah and, and Jordan. Uh, they talked about how prepared they felt that they knew, uh, obviously, it was aggressive, get after the quarterback type football right from the get-go, you got immediate results, and they felt like they were fully prepared for this game. Can you maybe speak to that in the design of the game plan and its execution? Well, I thought Leslie and, and Brian and uh, Heath did a really good job during the week um, getting them ready. Uh, you know, a divisional opponent, so they know us, we know them, um, and really with, with our situation, we have a little bit more continuity with Josh than they do with Tua leading into this game is what I'm saying. And so, obviously, we were trying to figure out a little bit more who, who they were. Um, but, yeah, I thought, our, I thought our offensive line, defensive line did a really good job. Uh, our offense got going in the second half there uh, with some good halftime adjustments. And, and then defensively, they, they held us in the game early, right, and, and then made some big fourth down stops. Uh, I think we got stops after the turnovers there as well, the two turnovers we had. I um, thought the drive after half was, was big for, uh, by our offense. You mentioned the turnovers, forcing turnovers this week. I know the guys were really upset that they weren't able to force any last week against the Steelers. I, they said, look, we'll put an emphasis on that during practice this week, and, and obviously the results were there today. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, I mean, that's, that's an important part of the game, right? I mean, winning the turnover battle, we still put the ball on the ground, um, you know, too many times, and that's going to come back to, to haunt us if we don't get that corrected fast. A couple weeks ago, we've you know done our stories about the pass rush. Now it's time for them to show up. What did you think of that unit today? Yeah, what we have six, six, uh, six sacks. Yeah, it looked like uh, when given the opportunity, uh, they were they were uh, affecting the quarterback early, and, and I like that. I mean, just in terms of what they were doing, I thought Leslie called an aggressive game and um, did a nice job letting those guys go too, and with a four man rush once in a while. So you know, as I always say, the rush and the coverage have to work together, and I thought uh, the back end was was doing their part also. Sean, you mentioned the offense, um, and you're up 14 nothing in one of the half, and it could have been up by, by more than that. You said uh, made some adjustments, kind of found its groove. Talk about that process and, and how the game played out. Offense. Yeah, I thought there was good communication. Uh, you know, leading leading into halftime, and then at halftime, by our offensive staff, and um, came out and got into a better rhythm in the second half. There, uh, thought Brian did a really good job with that, and Josh. 
seemed to find his rhythm as well. Um, I didn't think we, we were really into a rhythm in the first half, even though we scored 14. Um, so it was good to see that in the second half. Especially your, your receivers didn't seem like they were winning on routes. Josh had nowhere to go. That was part of the problem. What, was, what were you seeing uh, from the side? Well, I mean, there's going to be there's going to be times when that happens. Um, they've got two really good corners that that play outside. In particular, I think they're the highest paid corner tandem in the league. In fact, so they're really good players, and we're going to win some of those. We're going to lose some. And I thought in the second half again, we came out with a different type of mindset and won some of those. John, you were talking about for, for Zach Moss to uh, rebound the way he did in the second half after losing a pretty yeah. tough fumble in the first. I mean, those were impressive runs down near the goal line. What did that say about him? And what can he take away from that? Well, I thought it was important that he was able to reset and uh, remain mentally tough, come back, and he made some really tough runs, um, particularly the last one at the end on the touchdown. So, um, yeah, that's that's a great message to everyone and anyone on our football team that you got to be you're going to make some mistakes and you got to be able to come back and and get your game back. That's what your teammates need from you. I'm sorry about that. He caught me off. Uh, what did you say? You were I tried to ask Jordan about Taron Johnson. Yeah. Two, two tackles for a loss, fumble, forced fumble, sack. Mm-hmm. How good was he today? Yeah, I mean, just very active. Very active. And he's really uh, growing in our system. And it's fun to watch him um, kind of understand the intricacies of the game, how he prepares himself uh, during the week. I think it's it's uh, really a credit to him and, and uh, what Jimmy Salgado, our Nichols coach, uh, does with him and, and, and uh, him getting ready to go like he was. You always talk about responding to adversity. I'm sorry? You always talk about responding to adversity. Week one, to lose the home opener. What does it say about this team to answer back like this on the road in a division game? Yeah, I mean, this is what this is what uh, how the NFL works, right? That's uh, We understand that. That's why we have to stay humble. Um, but I saw I saw a hunger in our football team this week, and um, so we got plenty to work on, though, and that's uh, that's what we got to get get back to, and we'll start start on the plane as coaches, start watching the film, and um, try to improve every week. That's the goal. Nice to see Russo put together a game like this in just his second ever game in the NFL. Is there anything that stood out about him? Well, what did he have? They have two. Rousseau, yeah. Um, again, active. I mean, and, and, it, and sometimes they come in bunches, right? And like turnovers. And um, but again, it's gotta it's gotta work together. The coverage has to help the the rush, and they have to work together. And, and I thought we did that. And then I thought uh, we did a good job of just rolling fresh bodies in there, also, when we can get them in some passing situations. Um, so I thought anytime you can do. Get to a quarterback like they did today and get six. Um, that's a good sign. Obviously, it's a long game. But what's it like for you after a, a tough loss in the season opener to, to see the guys come out here? Not only the defense gets two sacks on the first series, but then Singletary takes it to the house on yeah. the second play. Yeah. Well, you know, I've been around those before, uh, where it's a long game. So that's the approach and the mentality you have to have as a coach and a player and a team collectively. Uh, but I like I did like the start. Um, there was a, like I said, there was a I could feel them in, in pregame. I could feel they were ready and um, give credit to, to to our guys. I mean they they put in a really good week of work and more importantly the focus and the mindset and that's what we gotta we gotta take that humble and hungry approach as as we always talk about around here. You talked about you talked about knowing the Dolphins and them knowing you. But this, this series has been really lopsided. You've won six in a row against them now. What has worked for you guys against this team? I mean, this. I'll just focus on this game. I mean, look, they, they had their quarterback go down, so um, 
hope he's all right. And, uh, um, you know, we came in with guys that were focused. And uh, obviously we didn't like how the game went a week ago. And so that's what you got to do. You got to respond. And it doesn't mean we're perfect. doesn't mean we're where, we're, where we need to be. Um, but our job as coaches and is to get them the adjustments they need moving forward after this week because we didn't play a perfect game. Is it a good thing for a coach to say you've got a lot of things to work on, which you do, but you won 35 nothing. That's got to be a good position to be in as a coach and a team, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll take the win. I'll take the win. I'm happy for that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I feel blessed to be just sitting at this table with you guys and coaching these guys in this in this room. And... Um, yeah, I mean, there's. I don't want to. I don't want to just jump over that like it doesn't matter. It does matter, but um, it's a journey too, and it's about where, how you grow every week and how you get better every week, and your mindset and focus every week. Um, so that's why the NFL is the way it is. Sean, Brandon earlier in the offseason called the passing game kind of team's fastball. How encouraging is it to win this way? Kind of relying on the off-speed stuff. There? Uh I'm not really a baseball guy. Uh, I'm, I'm confused up here with, with what pitch you're throwing here. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it's you have to be able to do that. You've got to be able to to make in-flight adjustments. You've got to be able to win left-handed at times or play left-handed at times and, and be good enough and execute at a high enough level where where you have something else, right? And, and I saw some of that today. Um, but, again, that's one of the areas that we have to – like we have to be aware of and making sure that we continue to grow, uh, in this case as an offense, but also in all three phases. Okay. All right, thank Thanks. you, guys. Appreciate it. Sean. Thank you. Sean McDermott's press conference is brought to you by Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western New York, the official health plan of the Buffalo Bills. So that's six straight wins against the Miami Dolphins. Coach McDermott is eight of nine since he's taken over in Buffalo as a head coach against Miami Dolphins. So it's a team that the Bills have been really good against in recent history. Josh Allen has usually been really great against the Miami Dolphins as well. Before coming into this matchup, he had thrown for a bunch of touchdowns, had a pass rating of 114.3. I think it was 17 total touchdowns, and now is 6-1 and one against the Dolphins. Today's performance, he didn't do as good as many maybe were expecting. He was 17 of 33 for 179 passing yards, threw for two touchdowns one interception now when we look at Josh's stat line in the last two weeks do you think it's more of how defenses are now playing Josh because they know the type of quarterback he is or is it Josh just not getting into his rhythm yet I, I think it's both I think defenses are not looking at Josh Allen the same way they did a year ago now there's no question that after they, they had seen Josh Allen play a half a season in here in Buffalo last season 2020 that they were doing some of the trying to do some of the things they thought about doing this year as well nobody could have success on him but I also think that Josh is just a little bit enough off to give them um, a little uh, give himself a little bit of a you know a kick saying listen I got to play better no question about it there were a couple of plays even the 51 yarder to, to Stefan Diggs uh, and there was a the, there was a couple of throws that Josh has missed in each of these first couple of games that he did not miss a year ago that's really all it takes you're talking about a handful of of receptions uh, for the game if he hits those or half of those, 
he's back into the ballpark of where he was a year ago. Certainly, the first couple of games, he's not the same Josh Allen. or hasn't been statistically even the same Josh Allen that he was a year ago. But we have seen flashes of he's going to get there. you got to think, too, this, this was a markedly better week, even though statistically it was kind of the same or a little bit worse. I thought this was a better week for him on the field than it was a week ago against Pittsburgh. Yeah, I agree. He was 51.5% was his, his completion rate, so a little bit down from week one. But Josh Allen is in the locker room after the game, so let's send it over to him. It was a little bit rough, but you won 35 nothing. so that's a pretty good position to be in where you can not play your best and still win yeah. by that much, right? Yeah, well, we got some stuff to work on. Um, <laughs> no, we, we really do, and, uh, you know, myself, just trying to find uh, a rhythm early on. Um, but it, hats off to our guys at front uh, and our running backs for, um, you know, establishing a run game early. That, ha- that helps us out so much. They did a hell of a job, you know, protecting all day. Um, and again, our, our guys made some plays. And to feel the way we feel, um, and knowing we could have played better, winning 35-0, to zero, I, you know, I think that's a good problem to have. Josh, can you kind of take us inside that statement, trying to find a rhythm early on in terms of your – we kind of talked about that last week a little bit uh, after you didn't hit uh, that deep ball early or whatever against Pittsburgh. But coming out of the half, you got the drive together. Talk about that process today and maybe where your game is at. Yeah, just, just finding some comfortable plays that um, – you know the entire offense likes our receivers are comfortable with some of the stuff that we were running in the second half. Um, you know I know I was, and uh, not saying that I wasn't early on, uh, but we had some more more game plan stuff trying to trying to put in. And um, you know hats off to them. They got some really good players over there, and they made some really good plays today. Um, you know, but there's some things that we need to do better communication wise, and you know starts with me. So um, again, well, it, it, there's gonna be a lot of stuff to learn from on this tape, and uh, again, winning the way we did, um, it feels good. Early in the game, you, you've probably played two of the best secondaries in the NFL, right? Because early in the game, your guys were having trouble winning, the first half especially. Do you kind of describe having to play these two secondaries the first two weeks? Yeah, they're, they got some players. Um, you know, they get paid on that side of the ball, too, and you know they're supposed to make some plays, and um, you know they did today. But again, we can clean some stuff up, especially with myself, just finding some, some stuff early on and... and Getting off quicker, uh, off the first read a little quicker, and um, you know just forcing them to cover everybody on the field. Dion, I know the offensive line as a whole was pretty disappointed last week in the performance. How do you feel like you guys responded this week? Uh, definitely, we, we put a, the right foot forward. You know, like we still have a lot of things to clean, clean up. Like everybody sees the uh, and the score, but there's a lot of like little things that go into it that uh, we take personal and that we got to do a better job because it'll hurt us in the long end. But as long as we just stay on it and just keep pushing, the O-line will be all right. Devin's touchdown run, the 46 yarder. I don't think he got touched. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when the O-line's able to get blocks like that, what's that? What's that feeling like uh, on the sideline? It's. It's a great feeling because, uh, like, we care about our running backs just as much as we care about our receivers. And for any time that a running back can run without getting touched or even just getting in the end zone, we also take very personal. So uh, hats off to Motor and those running backs, the skinny guys that, that I call them, and we're going to try to continue to get them in the end zone more and more and more times without and getting touched. Josh, is it more of the uh, more repetition of the offensive line playing together? Because in the preseason, guys really didn't play together an awful lot. Is that because you guys look really more in sync, especially on the run play? So I'm guessing, and that you're like talking about like the, like the rotation, like of the guys. Repetition of how you guys seem more in sync. Yeah, I mean, uh, like that all helps. Like any time that you can practice what you're doing, I mean, it it helps. 
Yeah. Josh, two is in his second year now. Obviously, you didn't get to see much of him today, but you were one of those players that really made that leap from the second year and then more to where you are now. Can you talk about looking back at that second year? Do you remember what was most important to you then to make that leap? Yeah, I mean, the game just kind of slows down a little bit. Um, second, and I don't know if he's got the same OC or in the same system or not, um, but that, that helps. Camaraderie with your teammates helps. Um, and then just, you know, trusting what your coaches are telling you and, and trusting the guys around you. And I think that was a big thing for me, you know, not trying to do too much. Um, you know, I still took my lumps in my second and really last year too, and I'm going to continue to take lumps and, and learn from them as we go. Um, but I'm just going to say one thing about the old line to that question. I mean, we, we changed stuff yesterday into our uh, run game, put in new plays, and our guys rolled with it and figured out a way, uh, you know, to go out there and apply it. So, um, you know, being an alignment is not easy by any means. You know, there's so many different bullets flying at you, and, uh, you know, they get to blame sometimes when, when they really shouldn't. You know, people don't know our blocking schemes and our run our run schemes and where our, where our fits are supposed to be and stuff like that. Um, so, again, these are my guys. Josh, Dion, Dion, to that point, how hard is that to do? I mean, what Josh is talking about, to just throw stuff in on Saturday, how difficult is that for you? Uh, anytime that stuff, like, goes in late, it's hard, but we're all pros, so like we learn like how to deal with it, and we have a great like quarterback and great guys on the offense that make it easier for us. They're up there, and they, they well, I think that the quarterbacks are the most smartest guys in the building. So when they can like just put like little hints, like all right, guys, da, 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 this is what we're doing. That's cool, and that's exactly and what Josh did to keep us all with that right foot forward. So hats off to uh, Josh. Josh. I know this was another. I know this was another game for you, but. Uh, you're, you're six in a row against the Dolphins w with a win. I'm, what is it about playing Miami that, that kind of just brings you know the best out of you or a winning effort out of you when you do play them? Uh, I mean, we got you know 52 other guys, 52 other guys on the on the team that you know contribute to this and go into the uh, the scout team as well. So we got 60 plus in the building that are you know working their tail off and you know division games are the ones that you need to win um you know you got to win a lot of other ones as well but mm -hmm. you can't lose in the division that's that's our goal is to to win every game in the division and um you know i don't know if it's an extra added effort but um you know we just we we, we work really hard you know uh, especially when we play teams in the division Josh, what was the about at halftime when you came out to, to begin the third quarter and, and took the offense right down the field to put you guys up 20. yeah we we know we needed to get six there and um you know, we had a couple plays early on in that first quarter that helped us get a couple scores. So we wanted to put something together that was, you know, long, sustaining, and, um, you know, really, I mean, putting us up 21 nothing coming right out of the third quarter. I mean, I think that's that's huge for a team to have that sense of, like, okay, like we still can play aggressive here and we don't have to worry about any consequences. We don't have to be afraid. Like, let's just go and, uh, you know, pin our ears back and, and play hard, and that's what our guys did. And, um, you know, hats off to our defense, too. Goose egg in the NFL, it's... You know, that doesn't happen too often, so um, you know we got to appreciate these types of moments and the type of plays that our guys made today. That was, uh, that was awesome to see. What was the reason for the additions? Uh, Just new stuff in the game plan. Coaches see different things, um, you know. And again, we don't really have much say of what goes in. And, <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, I think I have the most say, but I still don't have much say. And um, whatever they put in, like we gotta, we gotta run it. It's our job to go out and execute. What, what is that? Was Just one game, and you guys were like. Don't panic. No, we're not panicking. What does it say for this team to bounce back in this way, to go on the road and get a divisional win? What does it say about this team? It just says that uh, that we learn from our mistakes and that we know how to let things go and move on to what's next. Uh, and that just shows like the type of character of the guys that we have in our locker room, that we did not let what happened last week 
destroy us because something like that can and destroy a football team, any loss, especially home. You know, like with the media in itself, like there's a lot of like different parts uh, and that goes with it. But for the guys that we have in our in locker room to put that to bed and move on and with a fresh start, and that just shows that we have the right guys to get this thing done. There's a hunger in this team. Did you guys feel that? Was it different this week than last week? Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, especially the first week, it's such an overreaction from really everybody, um, media and, you know, people see that, coaches see that. So, you know, around the uh, facility, just slightly different feeling. And as, you know, as a team, like we're like, let's calm down, let's, you know, take it one game at a time. And that's exactly what we got to do with this week as well. This is, you know, after we learn from the tape tomorrow, it's gone, it's put bed, put to the bed. Um, and we got a really good team in Washington coming. I think mm -hmm. they're coming to Buffalo next week. So. Uh, we got to find a way to, to put together a good game plan and go execute for that game. What did Moss show you guys coming back from that fumble to score twice in the second half? It just shows that, uh, and that Moss is a guy of character, and he, and he flushed that as well. And Moss said, look, and the next time I touch Ennis Ball, I'm going to make it count. And he did that two mm -hmm. more times. And uh, he ran behind his big guys, and he just put his head down. And, that last run was sweet, And too. kept on chucking them off. <laughs> two more guys. Obviously, just scramble, making a play, and um, again, me and Diggs just kind of have that that rapport of you know I I see something, he sees it too, and he made a good play of he was running that way, he came back and, and ran the other way, and just um, one, two, and three really weren't open, the running wasn't an option, and uh, you know just trying to give my guy a chance. When you see that, last that one, play on film, I mean, is, is that something where you're like, oh man, I, I probably shouldn't be doing something like that, or are you just happy with the result? It's, we call those attaboys. <laughs> we completed attaboy. Attaboy. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Attaboy. The quarterback press conference is brought to you by Lombardo Funeral Home, proud sponsor of the Buffalo Bills. Right, so maybe not Josh Allen's best performance, but we got to point this out before he close out the show. Surpassing 10,000 passing yards in his fourth season now in Buffalo. 45th I mean, start. 45th start. Guess who also did it in game number 45? Mm. A guy that you know pretty well, Steve. First ballot Hall of Famer, Jim Kelly. Yeah. Great minds think alike. Great minds play alike. So way to go, Josh. Going into week three, the Buffalo Bills will have a home game against the Washington football team. We know Ryan Fitzpatrick is not going to play. What does this team need to yeah. practice this week in order to get better for week number three? Much like last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Washington football team comes in with an outstanding front four defensively. It's, it, it's going to be a formidable challenge for the offensive line to continue to protect Josh Allen. This Washington team is going to present some problems. And whether the Buffalo Bills are more talented or whatever, this is a tough, tough matchup for the Buffalo Bills offensively with the Washington football team coming in next week. It's going to take a really good week of preparation, and they're going to have to build on some of the things they got done this week against Miami. Yeah, I'm looking for this offense to get in a rhythm. It was a hot start. They got on the scoreboard right away, but then they went to sleep in the second half of the first quarter and through the second quarter. They didn't capitalize also on every single one of those defensive stops, uh, turnovers, that the defense just hands you the ball and says, here you go, go score a touchdown. They didn't do that. And against a Washington football team, those plays are really going to matter. They're playing up against a, a great front four and a, a guy like Chase Young who can wreck any quarterback. So I'm looking for the offense to capitalize a little bit more on just how well this defense have started 
the season in the first two weeks. You said it in the break. This defense could be number one after all the games finish up this, this weekend, and I completely agree with that. So, got to capitalize. Yeah, Bill's defense is going to move up there. They were fifth overall in total yards given up last week in that, in that kind of slugfest with Pittsburgh. They got even better this week against the Miami Dolphins. They're going to be up at the top of the rankings this week uh, for sure in the National Football League. It's very early, of course. It's not an indication of where they might end up, but it certainly tells you something about where they were the first two weeks of this season. I think they are markedly, markedly better than they were a year ago. And that pass rush is definitely a reason why giving the secondary more time to make those game-changing plays, those big plays that we love to see. That's going to do it for us on this streaming show. Thanks for hanging out with us for a couple minutes, hearing from Sean McDermott and some of the players. Make sure you stick around for Bills tonight on MSG at 11.30. Maddie Glad, myself, and Steve Tasker are going to be breaking down more plays and breaking down more of this game. So stick with us here as we continue to get into it. We'll see you guys next week, though. Have a good one.